Hey y'all, welcome to This Is 30. Hi, I'm Camille, and tonight I wanted to talk about Chad and Michelle. I don't know if you watch the show, but it's on OWN, you still can. I watched it online a few weeks ago, and it's still available, I think, for a little while if you're interested. It is a romantic reality show, which is my fave, all that I watch, primarily. Ask anyone that knows me, and I'm always trying to find the latest and greatest um, that they provide to us. This one is featuring uh, Michelle from Destiny's Child, which I'm sure many people know her. I knew her as the quiet one of the group, and she got together with this guy named Chad, a pastor, and there you have it. Boom, you've got a show on OWN. Thank you, Oprah. Not a big Oprah fan, but she did well with this one, in my opinion, with even offering this sort of a show. I hadn't seen a dating show like this before. Um, It was needed, if you ask me, as a uh, Christian person myself. Whether or not you're Christian, you can watch this show, obviously, but I do think it gives good insight into a Christian dating situation that's geared at courting versus um, what you see more mainstream of living together, hooking up, having sex, um, kids and divorce and, and whatnot. This was some grown folks, late 30s, on uh, no children. Uh, no marriages, celibate, not living together, um, you know, had been dating about a year prior to being engaged, and then, shocker, going through premarital counseling. I mean, for heaven's sakes, Chad hadn't had sex since he was 19 years old. We are not seeing that, people. We are not seeing that in mainstream TV. Trust me. Because I'm out here watching romantic reality shows. It ain't happening. So I really appreciated this. Uh, Thank you, Oprah, for that. Um, I thought it was really, really cool that we got to sit in with them on their counseling sessions. And it was, to me, really nice to see an interracial couple. One, black girl, white guy. Even though Chad, you know, he, he has... He has some black in him. He was crip walking, folks. I'm, that's a whole nother story. But um, uh, I just appreciated them being real in those conversations with their counselor and us getting to see it. For my own selfish reasons, um, I really, really, really saw the value in Michelle sharing her story of dealing with mental health and checking herself in at one point, all the while being, you know, with Chad and him dealing with that and her focusing on her well-being. I did text with a girlfriend today and I agree with her though that the emphasis was quite a bit on Michelle and let's get Michelle right and you know and from Chad's point of view just being a caretaker and and they touch on that from his upbringing and there was a lack of emphasis on Chad and the issues he had with his father which were pretty severe. Um, Pretty surprising that that didn't get dug into deeper, but I do think that that was Chad's doing. He's seems very focused or he did seem focused on Michelle, Michelle, let me take care of her, you know, hopefully to not, you know, to not to his own detriment, but it was, um, definitely felt a bit like, okay, like Michelle's the issue. And she even mentioned that herself, like, okay, I don't, 
I hate feeling like the one that's kind of like the weak link in this situation, for lack of a better, um, which I can understand totally. But on the other hand, for me, I did like to see, you know, an attractive man by her side cooking. Hello, can we say cooking? Because Michelle couldn't cook. And I was like, look at God. Look at that. He's cooking for you, girl. He even at one point said, I'm glad my, my mom taught me how to cook or else, you know, um, which I appreciate it. But the point of it is, is him sticking by her. They were treating each other as if they were going to be in each other's lives for the rest of their lives. Like, this is already my husband. This is already my wife. And that's the beauty of courting. I, I think that there's something really valuable in that, whether you believe in Jesus or you're a Christian or not. I think there's true value in dating, not just for passing the time or out of loneliness, but dating with purpose and the intent being marriage at the end. It's not easy to open yourself up and be vulnerable with just any old body, um, with any guy, any girl that you're talking to or whatever. And it's exhausting. By the time you're their age, I mean, I'm 30. (laughs) Hashtag this is 30. Obvs. But um, by the time you get to late 30s like they were, he, Chad was 40, you're tired. I can only speak for myself and I'm 30. Like, I, it gets tiring. Like, and it's not even healthy. Um, you, you know, the scripture says to guard your heart and that's part of it. You're not supposed to just be giving out these really sensitive, vulnerable pieces of yourself just all willy-nilly to whoever you swipe right on it on you know on tinder or match with on eHarmony you know what have you so I think that was really beautiful for us to get to see that sort of a circumstance where it's non-traditional if you look at today's society it's very different I think it's needed and I'm glad that I heard about it from my girl um at the D diary um D really open my eyes to this um, show and I binged it in a week. I just had no idea what all it was going to entail. I love that it was an interracial couple, my own bias. I love that it was a black woman, white male. I don't think we see enough of that either. I think and hope that that gives encouragement to other black girls, black women out there that, hey, like we don't have to necessarily wait for just black men to date us, want us, or what have you. I feel like, you know, hey, it's fair game. If it's a good man and he, whatever race he is, and you're attracted to him, and then you guys share the same values and principles and you connect, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I I see nothing wrong there. I think that black men have done a good job, frankly, of opening themselves up to other races of women and not feeling bad about it just it is what it is and I think that more black women need to be open to that as well but that could be a different episode I did appreciate that we found out that they met at a retreat Uh, Michelle was going through a I guess the effects of a previous relationship and a bad breakup and decided to go to a spiritual retreat first of all where is the spiritual retreat at Second of all, I don't know how much it costs. I don't know if it was just for celebrity type money or what, but I'm like, girl, sign me up. Not just so I can meet a Chad, but so I can check out from my day-to-day routine and and focus on my mental health and spiritual well-being. What? 
hashtag this is 30. That's all I'm saying. That sounds amazing. And then you happen to connect with a attractive pastor. No, I know a pastor is not for everybody. I don't particularly know that that's what God has in the cards for me is to be with a pastor. But hey, beautiful couple they were. Uh, spoiler, which shouldn't be by now, unless you are not interested in them or current, I guess, reality romantic news, you should know that they are not together anymore. Um, That would be something I would say is a negative I felt about the show. I did not like the ending, so I'm skipping to the end, but I felt like they took us through so many highs and lows of their relationship, and even though I knew they weren't together, as I was watching, I found myself rooting for them. Like, you guys are fighting for each other. You guys are in premarital counseling. You're celibate. You are living in two different states, but still making it work, and she checked herself in to get help for her mental state, and you guys still got through that. She canceled the wedding twice. I mean, you guys went through it, and thank you for giving us the real tea, the realness. Thank you. So many other shows are sugar-coated and only give bits, but I do feel like we got a sugar-coated ending. Uh, Some would say or could say that it's none of our business, that, you know, they're allowed to break up and not tell us the, the real reasons and go there with us of what really happened. But I would say that detracted um, from my overall, like it would have gotten an A plus had the ending been better in my opinion. Um, because I think we needed that for, I can only speak for myself having gone through what I would have thought was like a dating relationship where he was going to be my husband. So I thought, and it didn't work out. I could, I could keep you here all day with the reasons of why we didn't work out and the things that we went through. And not just say, well, you know, we loved each other and sometimes love just isn't enough. If I hear that one more time, now, you know, that's like the typical celebrity answer. I feel like, like, no, tell us what Chad really said and did behind the camera. Tell us why Michelle would annoy you and you decided you couldn't live with that the rest of your life. Like, let's be real. Let's, let's, let's put it out there. You already put a lot of stuff out there for us to see and honestly to learn from which I'm grateful for. So why not help us at the end to see like, I I feel like it could have been a beneficial moment, another beneficial moment to say, hey, this is some of the reasons why we just couldn't get past X, Y, Z. And so, you know, we have love for each other. You know, let's enter cliche reason for breakup here and we're going to remain friends or I wish her, I wish him, him well. Okay, yeah, we know. But, and I was a little, I was actually very disappointed that Michelle couldn't speak for herself and that her best friend had to represent for her, which I empathize with that because, I mean, my goodness, who wants to talk about a breakup on, like, national TV and have to be the one to talk for yourself about that? So I get why she did it. But again, I was like, oh, dang, we're getting a representative talking like flouty and very surfacey about something we were invested in. I was invested into their situation. So, hey, maybe I need to get a life, but hey, here we go. It's entertaining to talk about. So um, at least Chad got to make an appearance on FaceTime. It's only because the best friend of Michelle called him so that Chad could voice his own thoughts. But um, that was hard. And it was still actually disappointing for me to see that they were broken up. 
kind of surprising. I don't know if it was because they were told they still needed more counseling before they should set a wedding date. And hey, I mean, they had already gone through counseling. Let's be real. They're not having sex. They're not living in the same state. They're trying to grow and mesh their lives basically without having walked down the aisle yet and then being told like wait a minute halt hold up uh at least another three months before you can set a date like don't set your wedding date for another three months like in celibate years that's like 80 (laughs) when you think you're at the finish line aside from the celibacy but you know what I mean like what more do we need to do? And and Chad even referenced that, like what other work needs to be done here? So perhaps that was the cracking point, the tipping point where it was like, okay, you know what? And Michelle, I did see she posted about the breakup. Like, I don't want to mess up another situation. Um, So I hope that she continues to work on herself and her well-being. She has a candle line. I really want to get a candle from her, her home decor, her music, um, she has great things going on. Chad, obviously, being a pastor, wanting to grow his, you know, into having his own church and things like that. They both have great things they want to do. So I'm glad they were willing to share their story. But obviously, they have um, that next journey ahead of them. Whenever God presents the next person or what have you into their lives, then the journey starts again. So, but I thought it was great to be able to see something like this discussing mental health discussing celibacy, canceled weddings, kind of more of doing things God's way for grown 30-somethings in, you know, the celebrity world. I thought it was really, really great. So um, I highly recommend the show if you have, hey, hashtag 30. If you're not doing anything on a Friday, Saturday, if you're just chilling, not wasting your time on some random date or wasting your money out here on something you didn't really want to do, Hey, call it a Netflix and chill with yourself. (laughs) Um, And yeah, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, I think there is a lot that could be taken away for good. And um, I think that we, I'm hoping to see more shows like this showing people of color um, in interracial relationships, um, you know, 30 something year old women and the issues and struggles that they face Christian or not, but especially Christian, I think we need more of this. There hasn't been enough of this. So I'm really grateful for this, even though I'm not really an Oprah fan, I am grateful for her creating this and doing this. So, Hey, um, just my thoughts, not set in stone, but, um, let, let me know what you think. I, I'm curious to see what other people's thoughts are on it. If anyone else watched it, I may have been the only one who watched it. (laughs) Me and my girlfriend may be the only two people that watched it. But, um, yeah, just give it a shot. And uh, I will talk to you guys later. Later.